What up, what up, what up? Welcome to yet another episode of the Ugly Money Podcast. I am your host, Ugly Money Nietzsche. This episode being brought to you by Engorge Rejuvenation Tea. Promoting erections, improving stamina, size, endurance, and libido. Make sure you go to Engorge.com. That's E-N-G-O-R-G-E.com to get yours today. All natural male supplement. Hey, man, we got a special guest in the building, man. It's not often that I... Uh, that I actually get to interview somebody that I actually am a fan of their music. That, that, that ugly Everybody always want to be a rapper or a singer, but it's not a lot of them that actually should really be rapping and singing. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, if you don't know this man, you will soon know him. From Birmingham, Alabama. That, that, that ugly hit maker extraordinaire. That, that, that ugly <laughs> a crooner of sorts. D Kiss is in the building. <laughs> On. Like What's up, bad. my brother? I appreciate you making some time for us, so man. All the, all the time. So, uh, first question of the evening for these folk: Who was D Kiss before D Kiss became D Kissed? Man, D Kiss was this person in Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, born and raised. Uh, played basketball. He used to hoop. Right. Man, yeah, I can hoop now. Yeah. Man, yeah man, I just did a celebrity basketball game. Man. I seen it. Well, my uh, baby with, Shaq for and real. Ca- Castro was the real. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah I had yeah. 32.16 rebounds oh, and uh, 14 on, assists in two man. minutes. Man, you sound like a mini Shaq. Yeah, I yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's my story and I'm sticking to it. I only played two minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, look. I only played two minutes but I had 32 points. You do the math. You know uh, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's my story. So yeah. you used to shoot ball. Yeah, I used to shoot ball. Man, I used to play football, baseball, basketball was my sport. And uh, yeah. I went to college and played at uh, Talladega College and uh, I had injured my uh, ankle. Shout out Talladega. Talladega. I've been, I've been out, I've been out to, uh, that's where the racetrack at, right? Yeah, you. I know you got out of there quick, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Them yeah. Talladega boys are a rough bunch. Man, you ain't lying. You know, I, I used to have, a, uh, I know we was talking offline, I used to have a club in Anniston, Alabama. Right. And, uh, just randomly just, you know, found the city or whatever. My homeboy was doing a fight night. I ended up coming out there and ended up having part ownership of the club. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, they love to party out in Alabama. No, nah, they do. But they do not play after the party. Yeah. <laughs> they, they'll shut it down real quick. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm talking about this. Some trigger-happy jokers down there, boy. Man. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, if you've never been to Alabama before, don't play with it. I'm just going to put it like that. <laughs> Let's talk. Let's talk about Birmingham. Let's talk about the ham man growing up. You know what I'm saying? How how, how was growing up the early years for D Kiss in Birmingham? Um, you know my family. You know, as you can see, they they come with me everywhere I go. Yes, uh, they they provided a life for me that I didn't I didn't you know I didn't have it like other kids. So I, yes, I've always had a roof over my head, yes, a, a meal to eat. But what was always instilled was just because you got this and this and that. You got to work for it. Mm. You got to go grind. So I was always instilled to work at it, work hard, go get it, go get everything. So no, I respect that, man. Um, you know, it's a lot of people that, especially artists that I see, that had great moms and great dads and grandmas and aunties and all the support in the world, and they get on these podcasts and cap like, "Yeah, bro, I ain't had it, bro. I ain't have it." <laughs> oh, like yeah. you know, they be capping or whatever. Like, um, you know, all of us don't have the same story. True. But in some for, shape, form, or fashion, we can have the same struggle as far as people. You definitely, know, definitely. you being a black man, no matter what you came from or whatever, at the end of the day, that sometimes the world still look at you as the same black man. True you that. know what I'm saying? Uh, the misconception that people feel that they have to be from the projects or from a, uh, uh, you know, a broken home to be successful in the music industry, uh, can, we, can we weigh in on that? Definitely, definitely, man. 
I don't think people understand that the music industry is is a tough thing to get into. Entertainment business, like uh, just just me, the years that I've been in it since I've been, you know, I've been doing music since COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just it's a journey. Like you're gonna go through ups and downs. You're gonna have flashes. You're like, wow, I'm almost there. And then you're gonna go through flashes like, man, I'm finna give it up. Yeah, that's a part of it though. And I've been seeing that as I go. So. So when did you when did you realize? Because I mean, you, you play basketball, you play football. You seem like you know just an immensely talented young man. When when did when did music become the focal point? Honestly, like throughout my whole life, music has. I, I played uh, in the band. I played tuba, baritone, trumpet, trombone. Right. You know, I played all types of instruments. Uh, but as a singer, I, <laughs> I never thought that was in the cards until right. you know uh, one day I just you know like I said when COVID hit. I started to write, mm. and then you know I went downstairs. You know, pops always had that club. Then I went downstairs and I showed him the song. He was like, mm, "I don't know, son. We might got something, but mm. you know, mama gonna agree with everything." Yeah, yeah. I yeah. like that, baby. I like that. Your you mama know? gonna be your biggest fan. You know, she's the biggest <laughs> fan. So then we went, we went along with. It. I, I kept going at it, and you know, he finally was like, "Okay, we got something, son. Let's keep going at it." So you started, you started taking music serious just about three, four years ago. Three, four years because I had hurt my ankle. Wow. So did you ever, I mean, did you know before that you could sing, or is this just something that you no, take seriously? I, I, I used to think I could sing mm. until, you know, they shut them doors on you. Mm. No, but I really took it serious. I started getting vocal coaches. I had a, a vocal coach named James uh, James Bevel. I want to say his last name. Well, he Shouts passed out. away. And now I got a, a vocal coach, and her name is Mama Jan. Already, man. So, so j- just for the people that are watching, uh, he put the work in. <laughs> to sound the way that he sounds. And, you know, because a lot of people think it's just, you know, uh, the misconception of the music industry is, ah, oh, I'm going to go in the studio today, I'm going to blow up tomorrow, and it's, everything's going to happen. Talk about the process of just becoming, just getting to this point. Man, the process of this, like, I had to learn everything. Because, you know, I, I was never into this. Like, I was always around artists and rappers and musicians, but... Being like having to write your music, uh, learn the, the structures of how to write, produce, and sing, and you know what I mean, like all that type of stuff. Even melodies, I didn't know what a melody was. What's a oh, melody? <laughs> <laughs> Background. Like I had to learn all that, so I, I just surrounded myself with a team. Like mm. I got an amazing engineer. I got amazing people. Yeah, your engineer cold. Oh yeah, uh, beat. Shout out to B flat. He cold. Oh man. yeah. I can't let nobody have him. Yeah, bro, don't bro. let him. Don't let him go nowhere. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> He's gold, <laughs> he gold now. Yes, sir. Yeah, so I just, I just surrounded myself around a team, and you know, they just been helping me out, showing me the path, showing me everything. Well, I've always said that uh, you know, success is a team sport. Definitely. And, you know, you're, you're only, you're only as strong as your weakest link, and so you know, having a strong team or whatever, you can move mountains. You know, you could really move mountains with five, six people that understand their position and, and, and know what they're doing. You know, what I'm saying rather than True having five hundred people that are just running around doing nothing. You know, what I'm saying. True that. So, uh, you know, the fact that you that you understand the importance of a team, it says a lot about you, your character, and your father. You know, what I'm saying. Right. Uh, let's talk about some of these records first, man. Right, let's get into it. I done heard, I heard YKL Cyrus. Let's talk. Let's, let's talk YKL Cyrus first. Okay, okay. What's it like working with YKL Cyrus? Man, I didn't get to record it in the studio with him, mm-hmm. but um, he had actually came down later on. That he came to Alabama later on that uh, that night. 
And uh, I met him. He real cool. Yeah, yeah. A uh, comical dude. Yeah, yeah he definitely. <laughs> definitely. Definitely that. That's all I'm going to say about that. Uh, why K. Osiris has been in the news? He's always in the news doing something. Man. You know what I'm saying? Uh, he, he, he can sing. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? But, he, he you know, his antics uh, sometimes make the headlines. As of recently, I had uh, Jeezy's uh, NBA Youngboy's Bodyguard right. on my show. And he, uh, he got talking about you know, uh, Fulio pulling up on NBA young boy at the hotel, and, mm-hmm. and it went viral. And then after it went viral, Fulio comes on live and says, hey, yeah, well, y'all know who gave us the hotel information? <laughs> YK Osiris. Have <laughs> wow. you ever found yourself in those weird predicaments? Like, And I remember YK, you know, he replied, like, bro, I'm not into this. Have you ever found yourself in a weird predicament where he's like, well, how did my name get thrown into this i can't even recall one i probably had i just can't recall <laughs> that's I, good yeah that, mean, that means you're keeping the drama down yeah I, I i try to i try to surround myself around people that don't you know be in no mess or drama I try to stay out the way stay out the mix yeah man yeah, I mean, my, somebody you know you could you could give yk a couple of tips or two <laughs> so he don't you don't owe him he don't owe you no money dude <laughs> Nah, nah, nah. We were supposed to play. We were supposed to play basketball together. Yeah, yeah I don't know whatever happened. So, you know, <laughs> I guess he got scared. Probably smart. Probably smart. Pro- probably smart. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because you know he was in the news for another reason of uh, you know owing the barber. <laughs> <laughs> and this whole time, right? I remember when he owed Drake money. Then he owed Boosie money. I think he wanted to say he owed Fifty Cent money. And I was like, you know what? This is a rollout. And we don't see it that this is actually playing, and he about to come out with a song called Owe Me. And it just never came out. I was just like, where's the management? What are they doing? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, like, that would have been the perfect rollout. Like, nah, you, you know what I'm saying? It like, your old Drake, yeah. your old Boosie, your old 50. Owe me. He don't owe D Kiss. Nah, he don't owe D Kiss. Now, um, first time I heard D Kiss, I was on my Instagram live. Guy named Arthur. I'm going to call him Arthur. <laughs> Aunt, Aunt. Arthur. Guy named Arthur comes on my live and he says, hey, man, we about to shut this live down. I say, well, God dang, do it. He's like, all right, cool. So he sends a song and uh, he shut the live down. Oh. And he's like, no, nah, I got some more. I was like, no, nah, well, you're already in the wind. You already won. He's like, no, nah, but I want to hear some more. He sent me another one. And on this record, I hear a voice. That I've heard before several times. Uh, I hear Tusi on the song. Oh, uh, racks up. How how did that whole situation work with Tusi coming by? Uh, I was uh, we got a family friend. His name is Wes, mm-hmm. and uh, you know he plugged into the game real well. So we he just made some connections and pulled some strings, and we got that that together right there, along with that Erica Banks feature as well. Yeah, yeah, okay, okay. Yeah. That, that ugly morning. So um, on, on any of these records, did y'all have to be in the studio together or correspond, or was it just you know it's just straight work? Straight work. Usually, uh, with the Tusi and the Erica Banks feature, we sent them off. Okay. Like sent the song off, Dope. and they, you know, they were messing with it. Yeah, Tusi Tusi did his thing on that record. He definitely man. did. So uh, let let let's move forward. And what does a D Kiss studio session look like? Uh, honestly. It's chill. Like when when you come to when you come to my studio session, we're gonna talk, we're gonna have fun, gonna mix it up. But at the end of the day, we're gonna get the get the business done. We're gonna get get straight to it, recording, working, 
Yeah. But we're going to have some fun. They're going to have some laughs. But I like they politically correct ass. I'm going to get you in some trouble tonight, DK. <laughs> you, you can avoid it all you want to. Hey, see, man. see, mama in here, he trying to play nice. Got no. <laughs> it's okay, though. It's okay. Um, Any ladies in the D-Kiss studio session? Nah, I won't be having no ladies. No I'm ladies? tipped. We get straight to bed. Straight to bed. Straight to bed. They distract you. <laughs> Let's talk about distractions then. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) What is D Kiss type when it comes to ladies? Mm, That's a good question. I really uh, don't have no type, honestly. Mm. I kind of like you know your personality give me personality. Yeah, how you talk, how you move, how you carry yourself. I like a strong, independent woman. So somebody that don't need no man. Mm, 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 mm. All right. I got a young lady that I know. She's strong. She's independent. She has a great personality. Right. She might have a chance with these kids. <laughs> Her name is Lizzo. Okay. Lizzo. Yeah. The singer Lizzo. Yeah. Man. Ain't no way. <laughs> <laughs> You're not going? No, I ain't that one going. You're not going? Are you going? Lizzo, don't, she ain't fooling with me. She ain't, I mean, she, I mean I'm, just, I'm just telling you, you know what I'm saying? If Lizzo wanted to shoot a shot, do she got a chance? Uh, she can't, she, she wouldn't shoot a shot at me. Realistically. <laughs> why, why, why you say that? I ain't a type. Man. <laughs> hey, look, I like that. I like that. He is, ladies and gentlemen, you understand this is media training one-on-one. He did not say she is not his type. He said that he is not her type. Smart man. All right, okay. Sexy Raider Sukiyama. Just like we, mm. what, what we talking about. Mm. Who you cuffing? Sexy Red or Sukiyana? You gonna you got a couple one of them? Hmm. They both, man. They both out there, man. <laughs> I don't even know. I'm gonna have to pass. You gonna pass? <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that ugly money. Okay, okay. Glorilla and Mulatto. Who you cuffing? Hmm. Lotto. Okay, okay, okay. Why Lotto? A lot of, lot, of, lot of some tight work. A lot of some tight work. Okay. Michelle Obama or Oprah? <laughs> <laughs> Come on, bro. Hey, they tight. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm going to start using that, bro. But like, baby, I, I ain't too tight, baby. I ain't too tight. I ain't too tight. I ain't too tight. I got one more. I got one more. Jada Wade or Ari? Jada Wade. All right, there it is. Jada Wade do something to me too. She do something to me too. Shouts out to Lil Baby. I rock with you, brother. Jada Wade got one chance, one time, one time. One to time ever, is over. With. One time to ever slip up. All right, I, I gotta get you. Like I said, I gotta ask some of the hard questions. I gotta get you into some trouble. D Kiss's top five Alabama artists of all time. Top five. Top five. Dead or alive, all time. Your top five out of Alabama, the whole state. I'm going to go Northside Weezy. Shouts out Weezy. I'm going to go Young Blue. Okay. Shouts out Blue. I'm going to go No Cap. Okay. That's three. Ain't Rilo from there too? Yes, sir. Rilo. Okay. That's four. And myself. That is. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. That ain't bad. Which leads us to our next topic. Young Blue. Nah, I had a segue right that was smooth. Young Blue has been recently been in the news for um label 
label quarrels with Boosie Badass. True. And uh, Boosie says that Blue owes him millions of dollars and has been extremely vocal on his Instagram saying that guys, even folks at Empire, are doing bad business. Thoughts on that? Man, honestly, I ain't even been reading into it. There you go, DK, I get the feeling you mind your business. Yeah, I, I, I tell you, I stay out of the mix. Hey, you know what? It, it, that's how you uh, you last long. You last longer. Definitely. That you last longer that Definitely. way. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? If you wasn't such a nice young man, I would swear you went to prison because that's the way you <laughs> survive prison. You mind your business or whatever. That's how you survive prison. Everybody that I talk to in prison or whatever, somebody, you know, they always talk about all you got to do is just, you know, speak everybody and just mind your business. Mind your business. <laughs> let's, talk, let's, 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 talk about, let's talk about your process, man. Um, right. This is the Ugly Money Podcast, and we, we salute the process of success. Everything between your first dollar and your first million, that's Ugly Money. Tell me about a time in your life where you fell down and you had to get back up, and how'd you do it? Hmm. I feel like I probably ain't shared it, but like I feel like honestly, like in the beginning, I had a a hot start. I started off fast, you know. I didn't lay the groundwork, the foundation now with the music, as in like I skipped a bunch of steps. Just you know, I skipped a humongous amount of steps, mm. and I feel like. You know, you go through that stage of like, remember I told you, as an artist, like, everybody thinks it's easy, but you go down to that, that stage like, mm. oh, I was this close. Mm. But then you come back down and be like, Reality. I got to work it back up. Yes, sir. That was my, that was my process of like, mm, I got to be like, how, can, how, how do I keep my mental straight mm. to get back to this level where I could and still surpass that level? So that's where I'm at now. I kind of got, I finally figured it out. You know, just keep going. Like, yes, sir. Don't let nothing bring you down, and you know I always keep God on your side for sure. Respect. So like, you had a you had a really quick start. Seemed like things about to go amazingly fast. Right. Then it slows up. Slows, and I, a lot of it I can blame it on myself because I didn't know what exactly to do. You know how you get it? Like let's say if you had a viral song, mm -hmm. if you ain't never been or didn't know what to do, of course it's gonna. It's gonna fade off. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah. but if you know what to do, you're gonna know how to keep that thing viral and keep it moving. But yeah. now if I got a viral song, I know exactly what to do. Amen, brother. Amen, brother. I wish I would have knew you did. <laughs> I knew what to do with you. Yeah. I'm like, D kids, okay, we about to right here. <laughs> um you said recently, uh the one of the one of the reasons why you know you uh you led you to music was uh, you had got injured in in, in playing ball. Mm -hmm. What what is the the process of, of recovery. From an injury? Yeah, from an injury. As far as mentally. Like knowing that, you know, you're supposed to be out there on that on that field or at that court. Like how is that how is that process? It's a tough feeling. Like, man, I remember I, I go back to a story in my senior year, I was playing basketball. Uh I remember Pop, he, you know, he'll put some pressure on you. Yeah. I got I got this school coming for Come you. On. I got this school coming for Come you. On. Man, that same game got hurt that game, and that that led to that injury, and it led all the way out through college. But the, the process of my mental, it just be like, I want to be out there on the court, I want to be out there doing this, I can be out there working. Mm. I used to shut myself down. I used to be like, you know, I used to overwork myself. Mm. I'm I'm gonna wake up at four a.m. Yes, sir. Go to sleep late. That's me. So, me not being able to do that is mm. killing me. It drives me crazy. You know. So that's but that's one thing I like about it. Me, you heard yourself in the music. Mm. You can sit down in the bed, you still work. You <laughs> yeah. can make content. No yeah. basketball, you can't yeah. do that. But in music, yeah. man, you always working on yeah. it unless you hurt your throat or something. Yes, sir. So now speaking of speaking of sports, Deion Sanders has made waves 
True. Uh, have you have you been following Colorado? Definitely. Yeah, Deion Sanders has made waves over there at Colorado. Um, I think they are three and two now, and uh, I mean the things he's done. He's taken a team that was one and eleven last year, and they already won more games than they they did. Um, but at the same time, there with with a lot of love comes a lot of hate. Of course. And uh, it's been said that a lot of college coaches have been. Uh, conferring against, you know, they've been, they've been, you know, they've been meeting and and, and referring notes to beat Dion. <laughs> you know, what I'm saying every yeah. week. Uh, oh man, do you I think that's? Do you think it's a pro as an athlete? Do you think it's a pro or a con to play for your father like Shadur Sanders does? I think it has its pros and its cons, but. If you if you keep your head on what you want to do and who you want to be as a person, it shouldn't nothing stop you. But if you let that get into your head, like, I got to be like my father, or mm. I'm not doing stuff like my father would, or not living up to his legacy, then of course it's going to eat you. But if you know, oh, I got my own legacy to do, I don't have to live up to his legacy, then I think Shador doing it the exact way. He, he actually giving the blueprint to people like that. Another person like Brandon James, he giving the blueprint. Like a lot of these kids nowadays are. So they're, they're their own people. They're not the fathers. No, exactly. I feel like when you try to be, you know, or live up to that expectation, you can't. Everybody different. It's only one Deion Sanders. Facts. It's only one LeBron James. Facts. You know, so it's only one of my fathers. So I know yes, I got to be my own person. I like that, brother. I like that. that, that, that ugly That's a gym right there. Um, being yourself. Being okay in your own skin, in your own reality of, of who you are, uh, taking taking game and taking knowledge from the ones that have you know preceded us, but at the same time carving your own way. Right, that's all right there. Um, do you think it's more pressure on Shador than other people on the team, or is it is it a, is it an easier ride? That's, I think he has a lot of pressure, <clears throat> but I think. I mean, he been had that pressure on him. So I think it's something that he used to. You know, either you're going to let it eat you up or you're just going to accept it and be comfortable with it. I mean, he's going to have pressure on him anyway. He's the quarterback. Mm. He's the leader of the team. I think even like like I keep referring to Brandon James, I yeah. think he got a lot of pressure on him as well. For sure. But, of course, you got to know that's that's what's going to come with it. So you just got to you gotta do your job. You think you think Brandon's going to be a one and done? Ooh. He didn't got better though. Yeah, he got better. I've been, now I've been watching him. It was him. a while. I was like, nah. Yeah, I feel that. But he didn't got. He didn't got much. He was looking like D two, maybe. Yeah, he got some bounce though. And he, he see like it seemed like he's still growing. Yeah, Bryce James, the young. No, no, no. I think I think the younger one gonna be better than him though. I yeah, think the younger smooth. one gonna be more like his daddy. Yeah, he's smooth. I like him. Yeah, he got that jump shot too. No, for sure. And you know, it was kind of like um, when the Ball Brothers came out. I remember. Watching uh, Lonzo, Lamelo, and Leangelo, mm -hmm. and uh, I remember it was it was all talking about you know Lonzo when he was getting drafted. I'm like, no, that little kid is the one. True, you know what I'm saying. I saw talking about Lamelo, Lamelo. Yeah, he was the true boy. He's 16 years old shooting from half court. He said that like and point that. Yeah, 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 he's the yeah. true right there. <laughs> Everybody want to do that. <laughs> yeah, and then hit it like you know what I'm saying. It, and then walk off. Man, what is it? Because you you've seen both both sides of the spectrum. You you've you've made a big play in a game, right? And you have performed in front of you know a large crowd of people. 
that that love your music. Right. What is the is is the excitement the same? Is the feeling the same? Or is is because I ain't I ain't never went. I ain't never did a touchdown, you know what I'm saying? Or I ain't never went for 30 on them folk, you know what I mean? And, <laughs> well, you just you know said you went for 32 now. Yeah, two minutes. That's my story, and I'm stupid too. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But uh, the difference between, well, I guess what I'm asking is, is there any difference in the feeling of, you know, a big game excitement versus a big show excitement? I ain't never really looked at it, but if I'm sitting here thinking about it, I think like it is a difference. Cause I feel like with your music, like you by yourself out there. I mean, you got a team, a yeah. production team, of yeah. course, but you by yourself and all them people there to listen just to you. Mm. On the basketball court, you may not be the star player, mm. so there's other people they want to look for. But I feel like it's. I want I like it better in the music because I'm like, oh, all these people here for me. They want to hear my music. They want to hear my story. All my, you know, pain, yeah. love, emotion. I feel like that's doper. Dope. The transfer, the transfer of energy of, of something that came out of your mind, right? Mm. You, you think it, you write it down, you go in the studio and, and you record it, and it comes to life. And to be able to give it to people and they receive it and give you that energy back is amazing. Definitely. You know what I'm saying? It feel it feel different. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? To think like, man, I just thought about this when I was on. I just woke up at the middle of the night. And you know what I mean? Yeah, it's different. And the fact that these folk like, boy, you, I knew that line was gonna hit. You know what I mean? Now that's one thing about music, man. It's a um, it's addictive. You true, know, as a, as a as a as a as a as a retired music artist myself, I I do know about the addiction, and just it, it's nothing like it in the world of seeing people gravitate to your art right you know what i'm saying like hey bro i'm really giving y'all me i'm really giving y'all you know my story and my life and my my thought process and and the fact that you can relate to it and appreciate it is is amazing so uh yeah man you know you 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 you, you took you made the right choice everything happened for a reason is that different for you though um for sure well music there's nothing like it right there's nothing like standing on that stage and seeing somebody's face and they singing your stuff word for word. It, it ain't nothing like it, you know. And I, I, you know, I've played sports too, and you know, and that's a great feeling too. Now, you know what I'm saying? Because I, you know, I, I hit it a, is I, a great feeling. I you hit that, a buzzer beater hit, before. Hit, 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 oh, buzzer! Beater. I only had about thirteen points, but I hit the last point of the game. You know what I'm saying? Back in high school, but you know, I ain't go crazy, but I hit the right point. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But <clears throat> I've had, I've had a, I've had a local hit, and to see. You know, the whole city or the whole community get get to the point where they just love this song mm. and they singing it. That yeah, that hit different. It do not that hit it, different, it's man. A different feeling. <clears throat> if you could work with anybody in the game, who would you work with? I ain't gonna give you no political answer. Come on, yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. <laughs> I'm gonna get it out to you anyway. It's okay. <laughs> Truthfully, I wouldn't mind working with nobody. Like, I feel like everybody got something different to offer. But I kind of want to work with like legends. Like <laughs> I want to work with Mariah Carey. Okay. I want to work with Neo. All right. I would love to work with Justin Bieber. Hard. You know what I mean? People like that. Hard. It's 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 a lot more people in the game I work with as well. All right, I gotta play devil's advocate here. So you said you would, you know you want to work with you would work with anybody. All right. So if Gunner calls Pop right now, 
on the phone. And he said, hey, man, I need D kiss for this record. Is we doing the record? I think it's business behind it, so it's mm. business behind it, yeah. Get the money on. That's what I said, man. I'm not about to turn down. I can't say question, though. I got another question. Takashi 69. Call mama. <laughs> <laughs> hey, 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 hey. <laughs> this is ugly with the pocket. We got extra real one. Takashi 69, call mama. I gotta get these kiss on the record. Pow! I don't I don't think that'd be my type of record. <laughs> It's not your type. Yeah, it's not type your type. <laughs> okay, so Gunner might be able Still to. Still got to be for the fans. I feel, yeah. I feel you. I mean, maybe it was a Spanish record or something. So, ladies and gentlemen, and, and, and basically saying no to Kasha 69, Gunner, we can definitely still work. <laughs> I, I rock with it. I rock with it. I got you, man. I got you. I got you. It's not, I, why? You say no to the Kasha 69 because of the artistic situation? Yeah, I, I, I kind of also, too, like. See, that's one thing I like challenges. Mm-hmm. I want to be able, like if somebody offer a record to me and it's like something that I'm not accustomed to, I want to be like, oh, let me try it. But like it's just certain stuff, just you don't want to force it because it ain't it ain't gonna come out right. Have you ever had a time in the studio where a record felt forced and you just backed away from it? No, I've never had it because I, I like I said, I don't try to I don't try to get into them type of records like. Yeah. I always wanted it to come natural because it come natural. That's your best music. I've had a situation where I'm collaborating with an artist and he's trying to sell me on this record and I'm, you know, yeah, and, yeah. I, and I'm trying to, I'm trying. trying to grasp it and catch it and it's just like, hey, bro, you know, hey, man, I got some stuff stashed <laughs> on the computer, man. You want to say I could just give you this hook and you could just hop on that, you know what I'm saying? And sometimes people's head just be on yeah, what yeah. they on and it's just like, man, I don't want to have to get this nigga money back, but shit. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, have you ever had a situation where you had to refund a feature because of the fact that the record was just not you? Nah, nah, I ain't never, I ain't never ran. He got that. all the money on. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, we gonna figure this out. I can hear pops in the background now. We ain't never had to refund it, but we, I didn't turn some down just okay. because it just, it didn't make sense. It makes sense. Okay, 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 okay. Yeah, um, I think you and Gunner would sound good on a record though. You think so? Yeah. You'll do a record with Gunner? Me? Yeah. Man, I manage six nine. I signed him today. What you talking about? I'm a businessman. The hell? I ain't, I ain't no street nigga. I run a podcast. Man. <laughs> hey man, let me tell you, it's camera on me. Takashi six nine got one time to goddamn offer me some goddamn percentage. I'm managing whatever, and I and, and don't care what nobody say. True. Don't care. You, you don't pay my bills. Mm. But see if it's different for y'all. <laughs> you in the artistry, you know what I'm saying now. You know, 15, 20 years ago, as a rapper, I might have just, you know, I'm like, nah, I'm just going to, you know, I'm just going to stay away from that. But now, as a businessman, shoot, I ain't got to like this guy. You know, I, I, I've i learned in business that business ain't personal. You True. know what I'm saying? And a lot of times, uh, when you make it personal, that's when it goes wrong. 
a lot of the a lot of the people that I've made the most amount of money with are people that I wasn't exactly fans of them personally. Right. Like this isn't a guy that I would just go hang out and, and have a beer and watch the game with. But we made a whole shit ton of money, you know what I'm saying? Right. Because maybe his personality is quirky or he's extremely, you know, OCD. But that's probably the reason why we were successful in doing what we're doing. So, you know, a lot of times when it comes to the business, I don't, I don't get personally attached to it. And I'd be very wary of people that try to try to get too personal with the with, with the business because I'd be thinking that you just want a discount. Okay, so you say that though. Mm-hmm. So what about like the the dirt and the young boy situation? Like, you know, how some artists work with certain young boy because mm-hmm. it is, and certain artists work with dirt because it's mm-hmm. how would you handle that? Dirk ain't did nothing to me. I feel young boy ain't did nothing to me. See, I judge people off of the fact about it is how they deal with me. You may walk out of here and say, man. It might, you know, Stan might be out there and he'd be like, man, you did ugly money show. Right. Man, fuck that nigga, man. I don't fuck with him. But if I ain't never did no bad, nothing wrong with you, then, you know what I'm saying? Or I might walk out here and say, man, well, don't work with D Kiss. For what? He's a great dude, man. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate we had, And so, like, <clears throat> I judge people by what the version that they gave me because, of course, there's three sides to every story. True. You know what I'm saying? It's their side, his side, and the truth. And so, <clears throat> a lot of people don't. Include the part where they fucked up the relationship. Yeah. It's yeah. like, oh, fuck that guy. Nah, because you own some money and you did some slimy stuff or whatever. And he he stopped that dealing with you. part. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So I like I, I, I just I just judge stuff off of off of what I got. You know what I'm saying? Of, of the type of person that I got. Oh, What's yeah. going on? Oh, what I got? Oh, we're coming in with gifts now. Oh man. We sent the heat on the on the live. We gotta send you a shirt. Hey, now. Man. My money don't fold no more. <laughs> <laughs> it don't, baby. Man, thank you, brother. Sure. Thank you, brother. Now this is from uh, this is quoted from one of your records. Oh yeah. Hold on, hold it up, hold it up. Yeah, I can see it. This is quoted from one of your records. My money don't fold no more. Let's talk about that record. Okay. First and foremost, what's the name of that record? It's called No More. It's actually out now. All streaming out now. platforms. All streaming platforms. Type it in D K I S T no more. When you're when you're constructing these records, what is the, what is the mental? Is is it is it a structured thing, or is it you're just free free falling like you just going for it? Just whatever's catching. Mm. I, I'm a melody type of person, so whatever whatever melody catch me, and then uh you know I also have you know other co-writers that I co-write with. Yes, sir. Um, Shout him out, his name G Child. Actually. Um, so if if he got a hook or something or a verse that's catchy, you know, he'll let me hear it, be like, bro, I like this one, this one, yeah, right here. And we'll work on it. I, th- I think it's dope that you just said that because I believe as artists, our artists should be loyal to the best music they can possibly make. For sure. You feel what I'm saying? And if I got a verse and Stan got a hook and Pops got a, a bridge. Then and, and and my my bridge sucks and you know my chorus is terrible. Then why not make the best possible record as humanly possible right. to put out the best product? Uh, you know, singers have grasped that concept. I don't know what be wrong with these rappers with it. I mean, it's something that is stuck with it. Like, well, from what I heard, like <laughs> you know, like Lil Wayne. Like, I'm pretty sure you know. Or like you know Rick Ross, people like that. Every time I see him on the podcast, they always talk about Meat Mill. Mm-hmm. You no, know, so some people stick to it. Yeah, no, um, and you know which which leads us to another current event of uh, 
Birdman was just recently on Clubhouse, and uh, he had some things to say about Gilly the Kid. Really? Yeah. Um, Gilly the Kid, excuse me. Uh, and he was basically saying that, you know, Gilly, Gilly ain't never writing no lyrics for Wayne because, you know, that was the narrative that Gilly had ran with for quite some time that, uh, you know, you know. That oh, he I didn't know that. Yeah. See, yeah. I, don't, see I don't be in see, the he, he be hand, there, there you go. Good, good, <laughs> good, good. So anyway, um, you're cool with collaborating with people. Definitely. On the writing tip. Definitely, definitely, definitely. I feel like you're going to gain other, you gain inspiration from other people. Is I mean that's what they that's what they're in the world for. I mean everybody got a specific job. Like there's so many great writers out here. Why not try to gain another idea? For sure. Then it's only I mean okay that's like you go to a basketball trainer. You gonna, you ain't gonna go to another trainer. This trainer might be better. If I go to this writer like John T. Austin, I want to go John T. Austin. Oh he didn't wrote this and this and this. Okay, I want to go to this writer too because oh he didn't wrote this and this and this. Okay now I, I'm learning from you as I go. Now I can start. Implementing all your ideas into mine, making them my own ideas. So I always look at it like that. That's all. That's I ain't all. never been that type of person. And you know what's crazy is they collaborate. They they, they they talk so much trash about the writers, but bro, you getting a beat from another dude? You ain't made the beat. True. You getting engineered by another dude? Yeah. You ain't engineered. That's true. You collaborating all around the record. So what's the big deal? It's not one. See, I've been trying to get in production myself too, though. Yeah. I want I want to do all around. Let's get it, man. man. All around, man. Drake been in the news, so he just dropped the project. You heard it? Yeah, I heard it. How you like it? I like a couple songs on Ashley. Couple? I like a couple. couple. I like, I think I like the one, I definitely like the one with the single. Was it the single that he dropped with Scissor? Slime Yeah, yeah, out? yeah, Slide, Slide, I like, slime I like, out. I like, I actually like the one with Chief Key. Yeah. That, yeah. One, that one was hard. And then, I mean, 21 Savage always. Yeah. He come hard on the record. My favorite record is the one with him and Sexy Red, and I, I hate to say that. I don't know why I like her. I like her music. I think I know why you like. Nah, nah. Yeah. Yeah. I, you can get a sexy red up the street. You know what I'm saying? But <laughs> man, I you don't said know. I ain't you know what? You know what I think? You know what I think it is about sexy red, bro? She is authentically herself. I will give her that. Now that's real. Though. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like she a ratchet chick from the hood, and she don't try to be nothing but that. What she I don't be liking is the people that. Ain't what you know what I'm saying? They try to portray something else. Like she just a ratchet chick from whatever hood. She is like the, you know, she's a regular hood and chick. That's in what America. we're for. And, and it's a lot of women that, because I believe the biggest artists are the ones that are most relatable. A lot True. of women relate to that. It's exactly. a whole bunch of ratchet ass chicks in the hood. You know what I'm saying? That believe that they booty hole brown and stuff like that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and so I think that's why she's had so much success is yeah. the fact that you know she's actually, you know, relatable. Um, who would relate to the KISS music? Well, artists? People. If I, if, what, what kind of music or what kind of person is a D-Kiss fan? Hmm. If, if Sexy Red got the Ratchet Females and, and Kevin Gates got the Freaky Niggas and, um, and, and, and NBA Youngboy got the young, turnt niggas that's going to slide on something, who... Is D Kiss fan. I try not to put myself in a box okay. because I feel like I have a piece of music for every audience. Mm. You know, like that No More record. Like mm -hmm. it might it might gravitate towards that audience. Then I got a record like uh, Talk to Me. Uh, it might gravitate to Grown and Sex. You never know. It's like why stick yourself in one category when you can just do this. Mm. So you got something a, a, a little piece of something for everybody. Everybody. 
That's all. That's all. That's all. But that that comes with talent. Everybody can't do that. Cause some 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 people just only know one trick. I know how to do this. I know how to make this drill music. You got step I'm out your comfort zone. I'm gonna pop this. Yeah. I'm gonna kill thirty people on every song because that's what I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then when they try to switch it up, they seem awkward as hell. But some of the greats can do a little bit of everything. See, that's just, that's just that comfortability thing. Like you gotta be out. You gotta get out of your comfort zone. That's the only way you are gonna see growth. But that comes with getting reps in. Like you know what I'm saying? Like for you to just be taking it started, taking it seriously since, since 2020, you you must have gotten a lot of reps in the gym. You know what I'm saying? As far as yeah. this music thing, I kill the studio. Yeah, <laughs> I can imagine. I kill it. Yeah, I kill it. How often? How often does D Kiss record? In a month. Oh, I I don't. I can't even count. It's so many. Like I go. I would probably say at least it double digits. I probably I go a lot. But then and then if I'm not at the studio, I'm always writing. I write every day. Wow. I write a hook in the verse, hook in the verse, hook in the verse. Sometimes I write a full song. Hook in the, I'm always writing something. If it's not a verse or a hook or a hook in the verse or a full song, it's something. So so music is almost like a full time job. Definitely. Yeah. I think I think a lot of artists misconstrue that. I think they think it is a hobby and they expect to make millions off of it. Yeah, a lot a lot of people don't take it serious. You know, like. You know, you got to take the music serious. Like, you, it's a, it is a job. Like, this ain't easy. So, ain't nobody finna just, you can't just step into it and be like, oh, yeah, I'm an artist the next day and just, you got to work for it. So, I put the work in. Yeah, no, and, and, and you know, you can tell when you hear your records that you put the work in. You can tell that you Appreciate got your that. reps up. You can tell that you're taking it serious. Um, <clears throat> You know, I do a live review where I play a lot of artist songs, and I've gotten people deals off this review. And, uh, you know, I ain't, there's one guy, his name's Jojo. <clears throat> oh, yeah, the Jojo, yeah. Shout out Jojo. Yeah. Um, Shout out to Jojo. Jojo made the interview. Ain't that some shit? <laughs> <laughs> so, so there's one guy named Jojo, right? I, I, and, and to date, until I met you, I never found anybody that could keep up with him because he was one of those guys that was in the studio and he had, you know, features and records. Yeah, he got some, he got yeah, some he records. Yeah, got, he got some records, you know what I'm saying? And um, until you came along and I was like, whoa. Okay, this is next level. I'm gonna tell you who JoJo is. He's actually here today, and I want you to introduce him. You ready? Tell me who JoJo is. How you doing? I'm JoJo Lit. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on, JoJo? <laughs> so it was dope to me, man, because I was like, you know, because I, I I hear artist music, but I used to be an artist, so I was signed with Eight Ball and MJG. What, 2014? And so, you know, I got these, just in, the just in the computer, you know, these big records, these features and all this right. stuff or whatever, you know. And every time I hear artists, I'm like, could that dude take me out? I hear that. If he can't take me out, how can I sign him? If he can't beat me, then why would I work with him? And everybody that I've ever worked with as far as a sign of my situation or I've dealt with, I believe could have took me out. You definitely one of them. <laughs> hey man, I gave you everything I had. I couldn't. Get... <laughs> hey, ladies and gentlemen, if you hadn't have not had an opportunity to hear this man's music, I I be it would behoove you. It would be pleasing to your ears to give it a listen. Trust and believe. Um, there's a lot of there's a lot of stories that are in your music. I want to hear one of the stories behind one of your songs. What you got? How you tell me which one? Whichever, whichever one pops in your head. Because I've heard so many dope records. And I'm like, these, these, these lyrics 
This has to come from somewhere. It, 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 you're painting a picture for people to see. Right. And I'm seeing the picture. Right? You know, I'm seeing like, dang, okay, I can see. Like, tell me the background story on, on, on one of your songs and, and how'd you come up with that situation? Hmm. I got a lot of them. Oh, it's tough. Um, I, I can pick one if you want to. I try to make it easy for you, but I pick one. <laughs> I, okay. I, I got one called, well, you know, Lifestyle. Yes, exactly. That's what I'm <laughs> So, yeah. Painting this picture, I have a father that's very, a very successful man. Yes, sir. And so it's some stuff that I just see, you know, and it's just like, I want to be that. I, you know, I, like, remember I told you, you want to do certain mm -hmm. stuff, you want to take certain stuff from it. I, I love to take his mindset, his business mindset. He just, uh, he bout it. He mm -hmm. go get it. He don't, he don't have no distractions. He always own it. And I've always learned that from him. So it's just, it was just dope to, like, write from his perspective. Yes, like, sir. I didn't see him do all the like you know I've been counting blues all night like hey. that's that's pop that's pop that's so that that's where it come from yeah that's yeah. dope my, my, my it's crazy my pop's just calling me right now hey man hold on let me call pop man. hey pop hey pop I'm doing an interview I'm gonna call you back okay I love you all right <laughs> <laughs> shout out to pop shout out to pop let's talk about fatherhood man that's 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 that's, that's a dope uh that's a dope thing um. <clears throat> You know, a lot of a lot of times, uh, us as younger black men, um, some you know, I never knew how special it was for me to have my father around, around until I got older and realized that my a lot of my partners didn't have one. Right. Yeah, I get. I'll never forget the day I was playing basketball outside with my my homeboys. And my daddy, you know, comes outside like, all right, son, it's time to come in. And um, I was like, man, my daddy always tripping, y'all, because he wanted me to come in and do some homework or something. And he was like, shoot, at least you got a daddy. I was like, what you mean? You don't have a daddy. Everybody got a daddy. He's like, right. I ain't got no daddy. And that was the first time that I realized that, you know, everybody doesn't have a father True. figure. You know True. what I'm saying? Let's, let's talk about having a father figure in life. I mean, honestly, with that though, like having a father is one of the biggest things that a lot of people take for granted. You know, we always got your mom. You know, the you know you got to treat your mom like the queen. But like a lot of people take what you learn from your father. You may not learn from your father through words. You learn through his actions, what you see. So it's kind of like yeah, you go through. Of course, you know everybody had their own personal struggles and yes, stuff. Sir. But man, I'm proud to say that I got a father in my yes, life. I'm proud of him. Everything that everything that I didn't see him do, you know, I I just couldn't do nothing. Be like, man, that's my father. I'm, I'm proud of him, so I'm glad to have. I'm definitely I love him to death. I'm glad to have him in my life. That's all right there. I don't think I'd be here without my father. No, real talk, yeah. man. Hey, black real fathers talk. matter, ladies yeah, and gentlemen. You know, it's do. crazy because um, <clears throat> I believe women, moms can teach us how to survive. True, but it take a, it take a father to teach us how to be men. That's real. You feel what I'm saying? Yeah. Mom gonna teach us how to survive until adulthood. You know what I'm saying? She gonna, she gonna, you know, nurture us and you know, and and and, and, and you know, and, and put your band aid yeah, yeah, on yeah, yeah, when yeah. something wrong. But 
in order in order to get the real reality of being a black man in the world, I believe that you know it, it's better served from another black man. Definitely. Because how can you tell this black man how what a black man is going to endure unless you have endured it? True. You feel what I'm saying? True. And so, you know, I always love to, to, to talk about, you know, fatherhood, especially on my, 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 especially on my other show, Trigger Alert, because of the fact that, you know, I think sometimes people downplay the importance of that. You feel what I'm saying? That's true. And, and you know, the discipline. My father, my father is the reason why I'm not dead. Right. You feel what I'm saying? Like, the fact that I had a father to, sit my ass down instead of going out there and crashing out and doing some stupid shit. My father's the reason why I'm not locked up. Right. I believe my father's one of the reasons why I'm successful in life. Because he told me at 18, he was like, hey man, you gonna go to college, you gonna go to the army, or you gonna go to jail, but you gonna get up out of here. And <laughs> <laughs> you gonna figure it out. Get but guess real. what? But listen, listen, he said that to me, but the whole time, he had my back. Definitely. If I, it, you know, there was a time between college and, and I don't mean the heart, but it was a time between college and, and the military that, you know, I had a four month layover. Right. I came right back home. You know what I'm saying? Now I had, I had to buy by the rules of the house, but at the same time, like, you know, he always pushed me to go be a man and go live life, but take the teachings and the things that I taught, you know, he taught me. And it's always in the back of my mind. Right. Like, man, what would my daddy do? Eh. Okay, you know what? I ain't gonna go make that decision. I'm yeah. not gonna go make that move. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna try to uh, think or act out emotionally or whatever, or make a permanent decision off of temporary Definitely. emotions, man. So, shouts out to the father. Shouts out to the mamas too. We love mama. Now. Yeah, you know we you love mama. You know what I'm saying? Mama. We. <laughs> That's, that's the first lady you gonna buy a house for, buy a car for. Everything. Yeah, man. You gotta Same get everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, they don't know, man. It ain't nothing like it. You I'm know need supposed to go buy for the woman first. Hey, man, you know, uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's funny, though. Uh, my mom passed in 2000, in 2000 so I've, I've had my pop father for the past mm-hmm. 23 years. He just came to live with me a month ago. Mm-hmm. I, I flew up to Virginia. We sold the house. I packed him up. I moved him down here because they was talking about putting him in a home. And I was like, not over my, not over my dead body. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My daddy come stay with me. And, uh, you know, it's it's just, we, we got to appreciate them while they're here. Yeah, that's Mothers true. and fathers, our parents. You know that's what I'm true. saying? A lot of times when we are pushing towards our purpose and, and things, we get narrow-minded. But, man, our parents are here. Why they here, let's enjoy them. That's true. Why they here? Let's you know. Let's 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 respect them, and uh, you know they should be respected and honored at all times. So man, I I, I definitely know your head screwed on right, bro. Just just off of that right there, man. Yeah. <sighs> Five years from now, where is D Kiss? Superstar. Come on. Superstar. Traveling the world, doing them shows. Superstar. Got his own label. Got his own artist. Yeah, just. That's just me in five years. I can see it. I can see it right now. I see it. Yeah, I paint them. I paint it every day. Yes, sir. Every day. Manifestation. Every single day. So let's get some. Let's get some transparency. In order to achieve that vision in five years, what does D Kiss need to do? Take every day, day by day. Don't don't look too far in the future. Don't look on what's tomorrow. You you focus on the present. So if you're focusing every day on the prayer, you got 24 hours in a day. If you get everything you need to get done in 24 hours, what's stopping you? So don't put it off. No, don't put nothing off. 
Procrastination is a is a nasty thing. Definitely is. Yeah, it definitely <laughs> is. You know, put I do it tomorrow. Ooh, I do tomorrow what you can do today. True. Um, where does all this? Because, bro, you know, for you to be a, a young brother that yourself, you know, you got your head screwed on right. It, you know, uh, where, where does where does this this foundation derive from? My family. My family, my mother, my father, my brothers, my sisters, um, my peers, the ones I keep around me, um, even some of my idols that I idolize, like Kobe Bryant. Like Respect. a lot of my work ethic, a lot of my my mental state comes from sports, though. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, like that, I feel like that's one thing I've always had up on everybody. Like my work ethic gonna always be this because in sports, like I told you, I wake up at four in the morning. Like my my sports thing was four a.m. I'm gonna go to the gym, but I get there by five. Shoot, uh, let's say I probably make five hundred makes to a thousand makes. Then I'm coming right back at eight. I'm coming right back at two. I'm coming mm-hmm. right back at six. I'm I'm every day with it. So why why wouldn't I put that same effort that I put in basketball to music? Get the reps in. Definitely. A wise man once said, "An amateur will do something until he gets it right. A professional will do something until he can't get it wrong." Shots up, man. Shots up. Getting them shots up. Ah, man. So, uh, on the horizon, what can we look for? What can we be expecting from D-Kiss? Uh, like I said, I just dropped a new single called No More. It's out on all platforms. Um, just stay tuned and keep dropping. What is, uh, what is the music scene like in Alabama right now? Hmm. Alabama is a tough city to crack. It's just... It's, it's like... It, a lot of people follow the same wave. I try to do something different, and it's kind of like that's the that's the thing about it. Like you doing something different, you know, they gotta gravitate towards it. But that's one thing about it; they it's hard to do that. So I just keep going with it. Like I figure, like one day somebody gonna it's gonna catch. I'm not. I don't want to follow the same route as everybody else. You know, the killing music because that's not my life. Yeah, I don't want to talk about nothing that's not my life. I'm always gonna I'm gonna always give you the real in my song. So if you listen to each song from start to finish, you're gonna know, oh, oh dang, that's what he been through. And none of these stories made up. I like that. I like that, brother. Um the testament of being yourself and being being comfortable in your own skin. Yeah. And th- and that goes with that, you know, with that with that authenticity that we talk about. Right, right, right. You know, people are gonna naturally gravitate to it when it's real. Because now I can relate to you. True. You know what I'm saying? Like Boy, I went through that same. Okay, I went through that same thing. Okay, we got something in common. Common. But if you over here lying to me, <laughs> and, and then you really went yeah. through that, but I did. Yeah, yeah. it's like, wait a minute, hold on, bro. You don't see it. Well, the Glock 19 don't got 47 shots. What is you talking about, bro? You know, <laughs> he gonna throw them off. Like, wait a minute, bro. What is you? You know what I mean? So, you know, I, I think it's dope that you are that you are comfortable in being exactly who you are, bro. Right. You know what I'm saying, and uh, you don't need no luck, but I, <laughs> but I know that the future is bright. Uh, if a label came today, because I'm gonna put this out that we're gonna manifest this. If a label came today and wanted to sign D Kissed, what do they need to offer? <laughs> the right deal. Okay, what's the right deal? <laughs> <laughs> How many 
We just put it out there just in case, you know, somebody see this interview. You know, it's a lot of music execs, you know, they hear this music. You know, I done, I done told them how cold you is. They they already didn't check no more out, you know what I mean? And they went, they went and heard this record and saw this video or whatever. You know, we talk about the Tootsie record. The kid got six, seven major features. The, the project already done. They want to come in, hey, we want to put this music out that you didn't put together, whoop the whoop the whoop, and put it out on our label. What they need to have? It just got to make sense. <laughs> they got to make it make sense. Ladies and gentlemen, he about to break the back. <laughs> hey, man, before we get out of here, um, I want to ask you some more of them crazy questions. Come on, give me some. I want to ask you some more of them crazy to break, questions. Man. You ain't going to break right, You doing good. You doing good. You, ain't you know what I'm saying? Now. See, Drake and Joe Budden have recently been in a, a quarrel. Did you hear about that? Yeah, I've I seen that. Yeah, so Drake, uh, Joe Budden had some uh, some choice words about Drake's project, you know, for the dog, for all my dogs. The new I, project. Yeah, the new project. Right. He had some choice words. And Drake's clapback was vicious. What do you say? Oh, man. Well, <laughs> We can read it well, if you like. Drake really don't be clapping back. Oh, man. my gosh. Back I'm talking about he... got to be real. He read him his rights. He basically said in so many words, it was, a, it was a nice little lengthy paragraph. He was basically saying that Joe Budden quit music mm. um, and that uh, he had no place... Uh, he had no place to, to, to you know, to, to say anything because of the fact that you know, he quit music, he failed at rap and, and things of that nature because, you know, he's no longer, but no longer raps. Mm. Um, do you think a person can ever, I, I, I'll read it. Joe Button, you have failed at music. You left it behind to do what you're doing in this clip This it, because this is what actually pays your bills. For any artist just watching, just remember the, that you're watching failure give their opinion on, the, on his idea of the recipe for success. Mm. And then near the end, he says, I'll put it in simpler terms. I own a 767. He owns a modest house in the seven, in the nine three. He, Drake says, I own a 767. Joe Budden owns a modest house in the 973 and flies first class on special occasions. Oh, yeah, he came back out. <laughs> yeah, um, can we ever really retire from music? Nah, I don't think you can. I really, and also with that, I think everybody's subjective to their own opinion. Mm. I think, I mean, it is what it is. Like you said, with love come hate. So it, you might have a lot of people that gravitate towards your album, album, other people not. So I mean, it's come with the game. Like, would you think that Joe Budden would be considered failing at music? <sighs> nah, when I don't, I think. A person that fails at music is a person that just quits because it's get hard. You know that I think that's failing. Like I don't think there is no other way to fail to me. I feel like because you can always keep going. Music, music is timeless. So what make you think you can't keep going? You can be fifty years old and pop tomorrow. You be eighty, hmm. come out with a hit record tomorrow. Lil Duval came out with forty. Forty man, years old, he came man, out with. Hey man, come on. Number one, number one record. Yeah, Lil Duval. Matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Be flat. Yeah. Where it would do Bob. Pump, 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 pump. I got to turn my man. Be flat. Pump it up. Hey, man, let them know where to follow you at before we get out of here, my brother. Any other shout outs? Follow me all on my social media platforms at DKIST underscore. D K I S T underscore. Hey, you can follow me at Ugly Money Nietzsche. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, this man is immensely, immensely talented. I do not say this often on my show. 
Uh, it is definitely worth a listen. Real music from a real person. He's not capping. He's not lying. He's actually giving you a piece of his life, and you can learn a lot from it, and you will enjoy it. Remember, the bigger the dream, the bigger the risk, the bigger the payout. This episode being brought to us by Engorge Rejuvenation T, promoting erections, improving stamina, size, endurance, and libido. Make sure you go to Engorge.com. That's E-N-G-O-R-G-E-E.com to get yours today. This has been the Ugly Money Podcast with D-Kids.